Coming up, the legend. To my mom, at least. Hi, welcome to IDCOM's Media Snack, episode 17. So this week we're doing a, a special. Um, the legendary Gary Vaynerchuk has dropped in to say hello. Um, hello. And what brings you to London, Gary? Um, so I'm on my book tour. Uh, I have a book called Ask Gary V. So I'm on tour. Uh, we're on the verge of uh, officially opening our London office. Mm -hmm. So I'm rolling with Eric and Rice and the crew. Um, so taking business meetings. Um, uh, today's really an all business kind of day and then tomorrow I have a book event and uh, yesterday I was in Dublin and uh, off to uh, Los Angeles which is a nice little schlep from London yeah. on Thursday morning so just coming through. Have you just been at South by Southwest as well? Yep, just uh, gave a keynote at South by Southwest. Uh, that and when was are you going fun. home? Uh, one day. One day. One day when it's all over. Uh, I'll be home uh, Saturday morning actually Miami but you know so with the family. Good, so the family. Yes. Uh, good, so I was in New York a couple of weeks ago, as we yes. talked about on the last episode, and I uh, had the opportunity to go in and meet the team. And yes. so they explained to me, I'd heard of Vayner yep. in the US. Um, we had, uh, I think people understood it as a social shop when you yes. kind of started out. 100%. But I was really impressed with the team that I met there and obviously the London team that you've, you've got here because the, the scope has broadened yes. a lot. Uh, and so what, as a proposition to London and as an agency, what are you bringing here you know, I think, you know, in our core, we're, we're reverse engineers who care about attention and then trying to tell the proper story to create a result once you have that attention. Yeah. So, you know, I, we, you know, I think currently, and you can see with the kind of body language that I bring to this statement, currently we're positioned as a social first digital shop. I yeah. mean, at the end of the day, we want to execute strategies and creative execution and paid amplification in places that we think actually help whomever we work with, whether that's a nonprofit trying to raise money, mm -hmm. whether that's a sporting team trying to sell tickets, whether that's a, a you know, beverage trying to sell in vending machines and C-stores in Tesco. We want to help people spend their money in a place that we think is a valuable place to spend their money. Yeah. And there are so many places that we think clients are spending that are not as valuable. Yeah. Whether that be programmatic banner, whether that be television. We think that there's some places that... And is that, that just instinctively or are you, are you kind of, you're analyzing, it's you go in and It's instinctively spend. at first. Yeah. And then it's normally proven through actual sales. You know, I come from a retail background. Hmm. So as I've gotten into the agency and creative world, I've found that I have a very big advantage because my instincts are to actually sell something. Yeah. And that helps versus headlines and awards and reporting. Yeah, and just basic media metrics. Yeah, Do you media? know what I mean? Like just buying reach or kidding? coverage or I mean, pricing or things like that. So you're, you're, you're challenging. People are obsessed with width. Yeah. We don't debate the quality of an impression. Mm. And so, yeah, I mean, as I've become educated over the last seven years, but more specifically last five, on what we're doing here, mm. uh, you know, who those characters are, Ogilvy's, these kind of names, yeah. um, I've become fascinated uh, by the lack of practicality and practitionership in the collective agency and client side. Yeah. Now, by the way, there's plenty of things that people do that, for example, I believe in real life activations. I believe if done right, 
It's incredible to activate at Bonnaroo or Coachella or the World Cup. Mm. Um, I think there's a lot of places to get attention, not just digital. And I think the places I'm obsessed with, whether it's Facebook or Instagram or Snapchat, in five years will be disrupted as well. Yeah. Um, but I like day trading attention. I like doing it for the moment. Mm-hmm. Uh, when Seinfeld's the number one show on television, you buy commercials on it. Yeah. So I don't care where Snapchat or Instagram are going. I care that they're underpriced right now. Yeah. And, and you, are you, we referred in last week's episode to you as being, as I was saying earlier, as being part of this disruption. Is that something you're very conscious of? Are you talking about the need and the, the desire for, for VaynerMedia to be disruptive? Because it is going to disrupt the traditional agency model. Like you're growing yeah. phenomenally fast. Yeah, I mean, <clears throat> expanding internationally. Yeah, I think when people, you know, I think when people, I mean, look, I'm thankful that, you know, I was smiling when you said you had heard of us in the U.S. I was thankful because, you know, outside of a couple of adage references, I've been very quiet. I don't think, I don't think people really realize the scope of, mm. you know, what, 650 employees and a $100 million run, revenue run rate mm. business. We're, we're a big company now yeah. and much bigger than most people in the advertising world think of us or know us as. You know, I've said this a lot. I don't think I'm disruptive. I actually think I'm practical. I think the market is disruptive. Mm. I think, I think... When you're, for example, we have a lot of clients, and you may as well and others do, that try to sell to people that are under 25 years old. I think running television commercials is disruptive for a 22-year-old to buy your bubble gum or your sneakers. Yeah. Yeah. So I, um, I think I'm quite practical. I, re- I recognize why people think we're disruptive. I do think that we have the potential to change the conversation. I do think that we are not passionate about media metrics or awards or headlines the yeah. way a lot of our contemporaries are. I have empathy for why people have been because that's how they get business. Mm-hmm. That's not how we get business. Um, and, it's, and we get business in a very funny way. We get business because I get us business from my history of selling stuff and people mm-hmm. knowing it intimately, not what they read in a fast company. Yeah. And then our results, you know, when we grow Sour Patch's business through the roof, when we grow a lot of our ABI clients' business, when we actually grow our business, most of my business right now is word of mouth of brand managers and CMOs going to other places and yeah. desperately wanting to bring us along yeah. because we did something. Yeah, and are they, are they, I asked this question to Eric and Jeff and the team in New York. Are they, uh, are, is, are the, the big agencies reacting in a bad way to that? Because you must be stealing I asked them, like, where are you taking scope from? I still are they think, reacting? I still think that the big agencies, as you refer to them, are putting us in two buckets. One, oh, that's just little social. It doesn't mean anything. Mm. And, oh, that's just Gary. He's one of these bullshit gurus, and there's probably a bunch of interns that he's paying no money to. Mm. They just don't look under the hood. In the same way that they read headlines on PR Week and make their assumptions on Snapchat and Facebook, I think they're doing the same thing with media. Well, that's good, and that's a nice way to operate. I'd rather be like that. (laughs) Yeah? I mean, look, that's the market. Underestimated. Then you you can over-deliver to the actual clients. If you go look, and it's fun to have Rebecca here, you know, who, who handles our comms, if you go look at how much has been communicated about me as a human versus the agency in the last 24 months, it, mm. it's 90% me. I'm surprised because you're so shy. You <laughs> and you know, it's funny. One could say it's narcissistic, it's ego, it's things of that nature. To me, it's been quite calculated. Like, I've enjoyed people being naive and underestimating what we're doing to the market. Yeah. I have no problem surprising people. Look, 
if they've been respecting it or if they've been naive to it, it would have been regardless because yeah. we're gonna execute, we know how to sell stuff, and at the end of the day, the Unilevers and the Proctors and the Cokes and the Pepsis and the BMWs, they care about selling, at, at, at the end of the day, somewhere, maybe not your brand manager, maybe yeah. not the CMO that needs a headline to get the next CMO job, yeah. but somewhere, somewhere, somebody cares, and the ironic thing is, usually somebody that's important. Yeah. That sounds good. Yeah. So, okay, so Vayner coming in July. Yes. Uh, you were at the ANA Masters of Media I a few was. weeks back. So I hear, first off, that you scored the highest of all presenters. Is that true? Yeah. That makes sense. Uh, I'm a big time speaker. I also heard that you asked them for a fee and they said no. That's true. Because they I don't, don't like, pay. I don't like uh, to speak for free. But I promised it, my wife. It, it went down very well. So what, that, was a, that was a new thing. Was it going to speak to the marketers at that kind of platform? It's, it's t- I'm starting to come. Look, I'm doing this show. I'm starting to come out into this world. And it's going well because honestly, look, and I already recognize, I'm, I'm self-aware. When you come with... I'm very competitive, let's start with that. And so that's gonna come through on a speech or in video right now, like yes, I wanna beat your agency. That's real, that's just, I'm sorry. But I don't wanna do it at your expense. I want anybody who's good to win. Mm. I really do. I love meritocracy, I love capitalism, I like the market. Mm -hmm. Um, I think it's coming across well because I'm speaking the truth, meaning in the same way that I'll be the first person, as I am now, who's saying Twitter's broken, Twitter's a problem, don't spend money on Twitter. After, if I was sitting here in 36 months, Twitter would be the only thing out of my mouth. I think that I have enough of a track record now that people are starting to realize that what I'm obsessed with is being historically correct, not where I'm making my money at the moment. Like, you know, I invested a lot of money into Meerkat. You haven't heard a word from me about Meerkat Mm. for the last year, you know why? Because it's not gonna win. Like, I'm not pushing agenda, I'm pushing conversation that benefits us all. If marketing was better, mm. if media planning wasn't so broad, if all of us tried to sell more products, a lot of us would do better. Yep. The industry would be in a better place. Yep. And so I want everybody to win. I w- do I want to build the biggest building in town? Yes. How do I want to do that? By building the biggest building, yep. not by tearing everybody's building down. Yep. So I think what I did in that meeting was I said, look, you're acting one way as a human, which means you're not looking at commercials, mm-hmm. you're not clicking banner ads, yep. but you're marketing all your money in a different way and you're doing that because the whole machine is built on that. And uh, I thought it went well and it was interesting because you know, when you give that talk, the first 15 minutes is awkward. Yeah. When you go into a room and say, look, I think... Because you're not the kind of person normally they get to see because it, it's relatively conservative, isn't it, as an as a, as a environment. You know better than I do. You know, I'm just starting to... I mean, I think everything's conservative, so yeah. probably. Um, yeah, I mean, look, look. there's not a lot of people in Madison Avenue today that had the narrative that I had, which was I first built a $65 million business mm-hmm. on the backbone of, of, of what was considered radical marketing, yeah. e-com in 96, email marketing in 97, Google AdWords the day it started, a YouTube show a couple months after YouTube came out. Yeah. My career is built on what I sell. Yeah. So there's not, most people come up through the world, they become a great account person or a great creative, they team up with a partner and they start a shop. Mm. I came from such a different yeah. angle and I've got such a different point of view that it's, uh, that it's going well and it's got its pluses, it's got its minuses. Um, so one of, one of the, I, I wasn't able to come to that, I'm going to the next ANA conference in a, in a month or so. One of the areas that the ANA are really focusing on, as you may or may not be aware, um, and they've commissioned 
an external company to do a, an assessment of the media, potential media rebate market in the US. Right, there was a guy who gave a talk. At that conference the previous year, John that, Landell. Right, who really yeah. caused some ruffles. I saw those headlines. Yeah. That makes sense to me. And the ANA then created a task force to look into that, and then they've hired uh, K2 Intelligence in New York, which is this... Let, of, me, let me save everybody a lot of time. Yeah. Of course that's going... Like, who doesn't know that that's going on? I don't even know the industry and I knew that was going on. Yeah. Not because I knew that was going on in this industry. It's what goes on in every industry. I come from the liquor business. It goes on there. Yeah. Anytime there's big dollars being rewarded on a human-to-human level, mm. the human that's deciding big dollars yeah. is getting rewarded by the human that's trying to get them in many forms. Bottles of Dom P, getting their kid into Harvard, yeah. taking them to the Super Bowl. Like, what is of, like? Of course, yeah, because that's just incentivizing the it's incentivizing the deal. I completely it's in agree. Human beings now, when you've got only three or four big holding companies that drive everything, it becomes even more intense. And so you can you can see it obviously, as you say, like across industry, it's the nature yes. of doing business. But now you're in the media business. Do yes. you rub up against that? And have you have you? We're still have you, small, you know. Like I mean, I think have you created what, policy. At, at, Oh, principle. A hundred percent. There's none of. I mean, that. There's. I am a meritocracist, even at my own expense. Mm. The end. Yeah. Okay. The end. If we're gonna lose a media pitch because the I'll use different letters. The X Y Z agency girl takes the decision maker to the strip club. Then I'd rather lose the business. Yeah. Fair enough. I mean, that's that. When you're better. You don't have to play that game. Well, that's good, and that, and that's what we that's what I liked about the narrative that we were hearing from the agency when we when we went to New York. Um, I hope you continue that in Europe. That's a di- slightly different market. Is there any nuance to the European market I that mean, you're aware of? I mean, there's the cliche stereotypes that you know the U that that I'm too U.S. even for U.S. So the personality may may rub some people the wrong way. Here's here's what I know. Look, I was born in Eastern Europe. I grew up in the wine business. I've spent an enormous amount of time in Italy and France and other parts of the world. People are people. Meaning, like, I don't think. Yes, do I think there's some cultural differences? Of course. Mm. But do I think the decision maker? at Unilever UK market or Toyota UK mm. market or Nestle UK market doesn't want to do, deep, deep down, doesn't want to do the right thing for their business because maybe it was too aggressive, well that's fine. Yeah. I mean like, I'm, they all know it. They all, I mean, they all really know it. If we lose on something that shouldn't be important, then that's fine by us. Yeah. So, look, I think every market, marketing, is a tactic to help a transaction happen. We do that extremely well. Yeah. Um, and I think, that, um, I think that it's gonna go over extremely well in this market. Um, I'll tell you what really is most fascinating to me about the London and general kind of Western Europe market. Yeah. There's a stunning lack of respect for how well modern digital is doing in this market. When you look at the metrics of Instagram and Facebook and Snapchat, in the UK market, it's like kind of weirdly more exciting than the US market. Yeah. I mean, the penetration is at full scale. Yeah. Um, the behavior is quite aged up. Um, I think there's some real big opportunities. I do. Yeah. I think because the US has so many of the startups start there, there's also that six to 12 month pause. You know, London's an incredible market, so maybe it's a three to six month pause, but and look, I, I, I day trade. Mm. So I'm fast in the US. Having an extra six or 12 months 
for a UK market or a Dublin market or a Berlin market is really attractive for me. Yeah, good. So finally, before you go, yes. uh, the other thing you're legendary for is to be a, is being a Jets fan. <laughs> we did, uh, back in the beginning of February, we did a Super Bowl special in here. And bear in mind, you've met David and yes. I, and we know nothing about, <laughs> about American football. Yes. Uh, and we made some terribly bad predictions at the time. Uh, if you look at the episode, I don't know if you saw it, but okay. we had a Jet shirt. I love which it. was a small homage it. to you, you. as you. a thank you for the inspiration for the By show. By the way, I had an amazing trip here. You know, the Jets played here this last season yes. at Wembley, which I had an amazing time. I came best. Good. So we've got, so what do you know about football? European English Premier? No, just football. American? Proper or football. Your Proper stuff? football, yeah. Um, not that much. I mean, I watched the World Cup aggressively. I've, it's amazing. The English Premier League has gotten a lot of play in the U.S. over the last 36 months. Yeah. You know, I, was, I always say that I was, should have never left Europe because I'm a crazy Jets fan. Like, my respect level for European football, proper football uh, fans, is much higher. Like, I like that people potentially can die in the stands. Like, this is something I respect right, okay. as a fan. So, I can, I can send so you to the right clubs. What do I know? I know that um, I know more than I did 24 months ago, but I don't know a whole lot. But I but I know that um, a lot of American businessmen are trying to buy teams. I, um, I know that uh, I know that uh, a lot more kids are running around the U.S. with messy jerseys and things of that nature, yeah. um, which I know is more uh, Spanish stuff. And, and you've stuff. got Miami franchise Beckham's Miami franchise kicking off, I guess. As yeah, well. that's going to just uh -huh. profile. Mm -hmm. And uh, one of my business partners runs the internet, the ICC, which is a soccer tournament that has English Premier Leagues toward the U.S. So. Yeah. I'm a little dangerous. So we've got, so the one thing I wanted to ask you was just to make some predictions, because we made some terrible oh, good. Super Bowl predictions, okay? So, so this weekend, yes. uh, our international games, so we don't have league games, this, but we have some internationals. So yeah. we have a big rivalry, as you probably know, between Germany and England. Yes, of course. Okay, so we've Couple got- Couple world wars, you know, no big deal. <laughs> it's, there's still a lot, there, there's still a lot going on there. There so, should be. Uh, we've, so Germany, England. That's intense shit. What do yes. you reckon? What do you reckon? Germany And it's win. in Germany, I think. I think Germany will win. Give me a score. Uh, two to one. Two to one. Okay, we'll hold you to that. And then the other one I was going to I was gonna ask you. Uh, I'll be rooting for England. And that is not even uh, close, by the way. Belarus. Belarus will lose. Belarus. Uh, and everything, since it's the last dictatorship. Away at Armenia. Armenia is going to win 6 nothing. You reckon? <laughs> I reckon okay. only, you know Belarus is the last dictatorship in all of Europe. Really? Unless you want to count Russia. Yeah. No, he's from Russia. I'm from uh, yeah. yeah. So, uh, thank you for that. Good thank luck. Uh, best of luck with the book. I think we might see you tomorrow night at the, oh, at the launch. Oh, that'd be awesome. Yeah. Thank you. And uh, good luck with the agency. Thanks for having me. No worries. Thank you. Cheers. Cheers. Okay, that's it for this week. Thank you for watching. Please subscribe to the channel and uh, have a great weekend. Great weekend.